The following podcast is an 8122 Productions podcast in association with Hashtag 607 Podcast, Next Wave, Alternate Reality Radio. For more information, please go to 8122productions.com. Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. Happy holidays and welcome to Horror Zone 607, the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I'm your host, Mike C., and it is Christmas. It is Hanukkah. It is Kwanzaa. We want to wish everybody out there just the best Christmas, the best Hanukkah, the best Kwanzaa, the best holidays that you could possibly have. Uh, This show is going to be dedicated to those holidays, and uh, we're excited to bring it to you this week. So before we get started with the news, before we get started talking about all of those spectacular holiday horror movies that have ever been made, I want to... Just say hello to my partner in crime, the man, the myth, the legend himself. You know what he is? He is. This is a true story, everybody. This is a true story. He is the 34th confirmed victim of Whamageddon. Please say hello to Rich. That's right. I was holding out. I was holding out. But I at least 34. That means 33 fell before me. That is true. 33 fell before me. And, and, and do you want to explain exactly what Whamageddon is to our, our fine listeners? I, I got to point this out. I was not part of Whamageddon at all, but I do know what it is. So Whamageddon is, uh, it was a start. It was how long you could go before you heard Wham's last Christmas <laughs> during the holiday season. And uh, online, a bunch of our friends, including uh, Ron from, from uh, he, you know, he comes on the show sometimes. He's also on Three Fat Nerds. Uh, he, the original owner of yes, the original owner. Yeah, studios. he uh, he was uh, him and his friends were doing it, and I, I I do believe he finally fell, but he was the last to fall. See, I made it about thirty seconds. Yeah, it's that song is hard to escape, and that's the whole point. Yeah, so it's how long can you go? And I've heard some crazy stories about people like running out of stores with their hands over their ears. <laughs> they were like waiting in checkout lines and just ran because they they didn't want to they didn't want to fail at Whamageddon. So. <laughs> It's, it's a thing, I guess. I mean, Every time I hear it now, I just like start chuckling. I'll be driving down the street by myself, and I'll just start laughing. Yeah, so that's a thing. But I would like to say uh, Merry Christmas Hanukkah. Christmas Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I was trying to remember that old, old Navy commercial. Yeah, I was say here. <laughs> I can't believe I remember that. Yeah, I can't believe I was like, thinking Christmas about Hanukkah. that. Christmas Hanukkah. Yeah. Hey, you got to get them all covered. We got to cover, cover the bases. Of course, a happy fucking New Year, too. Yeah. I had to drop Same the, to you. I had, I had to drop the F-bomb only because... This week, it was announced that you can get Sam Jackson's voice on Alexa. <laughs> and you and if you do the Sam Jackson voice, it's 99 cents a month, so $12 a year. That's worth it. And, and, and guess what? It actually swears at you because you have to turn the parental controls off to have it. So, yeah. yeah so, so, I was, so that's the only reason I wanted to drop that out to you because I, I, wow. like, I feel like New Year's morning, that's probably what happens. As soon as you turn it on, if you have Sam Jackson Alexa voice, he probably is like, Happy New Year, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and now I, now I want an Alexa and I want that voice. I have an Alexa and I think I might get one. You you have to do I might it. Might have to get the uh the the you know pay for that. He doesn't do everything I guess. Like so like the normal commands he doesn't do but if it's like weather he does like the weather when you ask for the weather, when you ask for the time, uh special occasions, all that the voice is there for. But your normal like hey Alexa turn on whatever, you'll still get the Alexa voice. Ah. So the, the, but not worth 99 cents though. It, it is though. Although maybe it is. It is because think about what it. He says. Think, think about it, especially if on the holidays he drops the MF <laughs> or, or how about when you ask him for the weather, he's like, I'm tired of this motherfucking snow in this motherfucking area, which is a real thing around here. So I'm sorry yeah. to use all the F-bombs, but I promise we will, uh, we, I will not use more uh, any more of this show, but come on. We this have is to your New it. Year's resolution well, a little uh, early. A little bit, but at the same point in juncture, we have to, we have to praise, all praise Sam hey, Jackson. You know what? We're TVMA on this show. You can say whatever you want. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, because of our content, we have to be considered explicit because horror yes. movies, secondly. But once again, like I said, I, I, I think it's funny that uh, they, they did that with Alexa. But speaking of the show and uh, Happy New Year, I might as well drop it in the beginning of the show for the listeners. So next week, there will be no Horror Zone 607. We, we we usually take 
the the week off for Christmas. Oh, we've only been doing this for a little over a year. <laughs> but last year we took off the week for Christmas as well because you go out of town because you have family out of town and and now you have family stuff. So we take the week off, and it just happens this year that Christmas is Christmas Eve is on the day we record, and Christmas Day would be the day you would hear this show. So yeah, we're definitely taking that off. Yeah, last year we took two weeks off. Yeah, last year too. But here's that's where I was getting to. So this may or may not be the last horizon of the two thousand two thousand nineteen. And the reason we say that is we are planning on doing a show because we can't do it Tuesday would be uh, the following Tuesday is, is New, New Year's, Year's Eve. Eve and Mike has plans and I have plans and also we have to work uh, I've, I've explained this on three fat nerds podcast but I'll just say it here I've been working a lot lately because I obviously I need money uh, so I, I've been doing I've actually been working three jobs I've, I've been be, I put on the Jamaican hat and I'm doing my best uh, Jamaican impersonation out here and working like 50 jobs so with that being said, I I have I have decided uh, that if we can make the time, we're going to do it as long as I'm not working that Sunday, and then we're going to do our year end special. If not, we will make the announcement on the social medias. So stay tuned to those, and uh, you'll hear the year ends and the first show of 2020. But we're really really going to be trying. I'm really aiming for it. I know Mike is too to get that last one in 2019 in. So just in case, you know. We'll, we'll say Happy New Year at the end, just in case. But trust me, we are trying to come back. So next week, no show for sure. That's not happening because of Christmas. The week after, you will probably get a show. Like it, it, The only thing that would keep it from, from having a show is if I end up working two jo- both jobs in one day. Fair enough. So there you go. There you go. We want to be up front with it, but next week, no show. The following week, we're hoping... If not, the next uh, one will be the year-end special. No matter what, you're getting a year-end special. But I would like to go out with one more in 2019. Sure. One more. Well, but, uh, but here we are. Let's jump right into the show this week, Michael. All right. So, yeah, we'll just start up the news here. So uh, we're going to start with uh, some some news from our favorite uh, social uh, – our favorite uh, streaming services. Yeah, uh, so uh, sorry about that. Social media is on my mind. So yeah, I just said social media. That's why. Just, yeah, you, yeah, you screwed me up. It, right it does it doesn't mean to me too. So yeah, go ahead. But uh, from our favorite streaming services, uh, we're gonna we're gonna start you with some Netflix news. Uh, some some news uh, about some uh, programs that are gonna be uh, coming. So first of all. There's going to be a Dracula event series that's going to be hitting Netflix in January of 2020. Uh, it will be available, actually, uh, starting between January 1st and January 3rd on BBC One and BBC iPlayer. Um, there's going to be three 90-minute episodes. So that'll be, if you want to get it sooner and you have the BBC One or the BBC iPlayer, you can actually see this ahead of time. Otherwise, there's not a definitive date yet, but sometime before the end of January, Dracula, the event series, will be on Netflix. That's cool. Uh, I, I have seen uh, some clips, uh, not clips, but like pictures. It looks very Hammer-esque. It does. It has a very Hammer film feel to it. So, yeah, uh, I agree. I, 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 I'm actually in- interested in seeing this uh, after I saw the pictures. At first, I was like, oh, a Dracula series? I, I don't know. Uh, you know, Nosferatu. Was, was good the, the new series on AMC mm-hmm. I, I dug that it was a different take I like that yeah. I'm like but do we really need to get inundated with vampires and Dracula again and then I saw the shots and I went oh they're doing they're doing Hammer okay yeah. well, I'll, I'll, I'll dig it you know if you I, guys aren't familiar with Hammer uh, you oh, should yeah. get familiar it's a great it's a great you look. know what I'm still waiting for did you ever see I, I'm assuming you have seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall Yes, yes, Dracula musical. Oh, that would be great. That would be amazing with the with the puppets. I'm I would the be Jim Henson workshop puppets See, with, with always, Jason Siegel. I'm always in for like good, you know, like different things. Yeah. Once again, that's why I like the Nosferatu show. You know what I saw of? It. I didn't get to watch all of it yet, but I, I like what I've seen so far from from that on AMC. Yeah. And that's why I said at first I was like, oh man, another one. You know, and it's like eh, it's just gonna be. And it looked at first when I heard about it, it was kind of just like a dry, like oh, it's just right. gonna be Dracula. And then I saw the pictures, some of the pictures, and I was like, oh. Oh, hammer style. Okay, I'm in. Because I, I love the hammer horror look. You know that that, that looks great. Uh, I'm I'm a big, I'm a big fan of that time period. Of course, you know, right? Big Vincent Price fan as well. So yeah. So hey, there you go. I, I can't I can't complain. So I'm I'm gonna definitely be checking that out whenever it hits yeah, Netflix. So stay tuned. To, stay tuned to here. We'll we'll make sure you oh, guys we'll be know talking about coming. it. Uh, also coming to Netflix uh, in early in 2020, this will be premiering on February 7th. Um, they will be adapting a Joe Hill uh, Lock and Key. Oh, another Joe Hill story. Yeah, Joe Hill has uh, been hitting it big lately. If yeah, you notice, like they're they're uh, you know right now we've talked about it before. We've we've seen uh, multiple directors uh, signing on to do work on Joe Hill adaptations, and he he had the uh, he had one of the better stories on Creep Show on, yeah. on Shutter. I mean, he's hitting home runs. I mean, it must he, run. It, it must run he, in the family. He knows people. 
I was going to say, he knows a guy. I think it must run in the family. Yeah. Of course, as you know, Joe Hill is the pen name for Stephen King's son. Yes. Uh, So it's 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 a it's really cool to see that not that it it obviously transferred down. Like I guess in a way he inherited it, but it's great. He tells different stories than his dad, though. Yeah. They're definitely not the same. Uh, Joe Hill's a lot darker. Yeah, I do believe his stories are way darker and way more. Uh, I, I don't want. I, I would actually. I would say grotesque and gory. Because at the end of the day, Stephen King stuff is not known for being really overly gory. There is stuff that's gory. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It the, in it, there's some really gory stuff. You know, The Shining has its moments, uh, but it's not really gory. Gory. It's just the, the waterfall of blood, which you know, yeah. whatever, whatever. Uh, but you know, like there's there's I'm not saying there's not gory stuff in his books, but he's not he's not over like Joe Hill's stuff is pretty pretty extreme and but in a good way i'm not saying in a bad right way. so i'm glad that he's getting more stuff ad- adapted because he's a he's a good writer so yeah good on him yeah we'll see what what it's all about so. and i also appreciate the fact that he's paved his own path yeah because think about it nobody really knew that joe hill was stephen king's son until about two years ago except he looks identical to right, stephen right. king from right. 30 years ago <laughs> no no so. no but i'm but just still, saying but i know what you mean because people don't usually see the author if you think about it yeah. it wasn't about until two years ago when he the people, came in the limelight the, the, he came in the limelight big time the people put put two and two together and went oh wait a minute that's stephen king now obviously there's some of the literature people who who lead a lot of books that knew already but a lot of people didn't find out it was Stephen King's son until right. a couple years ago. Uh, now, this next one I am super, super excited about. Uh, this one's going to be Amazon Prime. So Amazon Prime has a docu-series coming in 2020. It's going to be called Ted Bundy Falling for a Killer. And this is going to follow the women who survived him. Uh, it's also going to feature for the first time interviews with Elizabeth Kendall and her daughter, Molly. Now, for those of you who don't know that who that is, but you follow Ted Bundy, your fans of Ted Bundy, Elizabeth was his girlfriend when all this stuff was going on. And Molly was the little baby, you know, the little girl, the daughter. So uh, they're actually going to be doing interviews for the first time as part of this docuseries. Um, it's going to be available on January 31st. Again, that'll be on Amazon Prime. Super, super, super stoked for this. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 sorry, I just got a message from Ken M. So from the ODPH. Uh, did you mention, I do believe that this is done by the same people who did, uh, didn't they do the other uh, stuff with Ted Bundy before or no? No. Oh, it's a different person? Yeah. I, I thought, I, I think that person's doing something else. I'm getting it mixed up. Sorry. Yeah. I, I just, uh, the ODPH is, uh, is is chiming in. Check those guys out. Ochadura Parley Hour. There Big you go. News. A little plug there. <laughs> a little plug there. So, yeah, uh, I'm excited to see it because, I like, like I said, I, I love serial killer stuff. That's right up my alley. Uh, and and so I'll, I'll be checking into that hardcore. And I did like the uh, Ted Bundy uh, tapes. The Ted Bundy tapes was fantastic. That was amazing. So. I didn't like I didn't like the movie so much, but I liked the, yeah, tapes. the movie. I wasn't a fan of whatsoever. No, so. I didn't like I didn't like the movie. We'll so talk much, about that when we do yeah. our year end, of course. Yeah, but, pretty much. Uh, so yeah, yeah, excited for that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, remake of Firestarter. Stephen, you know, talking about Stephen King a minute ago. Stephen King's Firestarter, uh, as we all know, was uh, was a movie in the early '80s starring Drew Barrymore. Uh, they're remaking that, so that's going to be in the works. Uh, it's going to be directed by Keith Thomas, who I was not familiar with uh, leading up to this. So it seems like it's kind of like an up and coming director. Um, so that that's uh, that's being made. It's in the works. So they're they're making. You know, Stephen King, man, you're hitting home runs. All over the place with Stephen King. Let's be honest with this. Stephen King is one of those people uh, who comes like it, I'm, he's always great. Don't get me wrong, but he it, like it comes in and out of like when he's going to like the best and like his all of his things are getting made. And it, we're in that we're in that phase right now where it's like you can't turn anywhere without having a Stephen King movie because they're doing so well in the actual you know theaters and stuff. But uh, I will be super disappointed, Michael. Because uh, obviously, when Firestarter originally came out, this wasn't around. There has to be a particular song on this on this movie. This, this if I don't hear this song, I'm going to be upset. Oh yeah, they'd be dropping the ball if they don't put this if, in. If they don't put Firestarter by Prodigy in in the movie, I'm I'm, I'm going to be. Uh, I don't want to <laughs> get copyrighted, so we'll we'll, go, we'll turn that back down. But yeah, you know, yeah, I, I hope we get to hear some Firestarter. You know, I'm a Firestarter, a baby Firestarter. <laughs> There you oh, go. I forgot about that song. Yeah, I, I had to throw it in there. As soon as you said Firestarter, I was like, I'm searching through music. I'm like, oh, I, I got to pull it up. Yeah. 
But yeah, well, I, I'm I'm in. I liked I liked the original. Yeah, the original one was okay. It scared me as a child, but mm-hmm. now watching it, it's just kind of like you know what this could this could use some updating. So I I think that if they do it right, you know it'll it'll be a good movie. Oh, so, absolutely. I'm with you. Uh, speaking of Keith Thomas, again, I had never heard of this this gentleman uh, up until this you know news came out. Uh, Blumhouse picked up another movie that he directed. It's called The Vigil. Uh, well, uh, what's do you do you have any details about it or? I do. So coming out of um, Midnight Madness, uh, they there was a, a review that was done of it. So so it's a film in which a man providing overnight watch to a deceased member of his former Orthodox Jewish community finds himself opposite a malevolent entity. Oh. So we, you know, a couple weeks ago we talked about how there's really no Jewish horror movies out there, and we got you know the last one that our good friend Sid Haig was a part of uh, called Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. And now we've got the vigil coming. So so this uh this this director is is kind of getting out there. This is getting pretty good reviews and uh you know, I know. So Keith Thomas, there's a name to to you know start looking for in the horror genre. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like he's doing some big things. So I definitely keep my eye on for him. Radio Silence. The team that was behind Ready or Not. We loved Ready or Not. Yes, we did love big, big fans of that movie. Uh, They're going to be teaming up with Phil Lord and Chris Miller, which are the team uh, behind the Lego movie and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. They're going to be making a new bear-driven horror comedy. It's being described as Good Boys meets The Revenant. I'm in. I'm into. I'm in. Uh, you, all you had to say was uh, Radio Silence. They radio did a silence, great job with and the then horror comedy. And then horror comedy. So we're going back to what they already do well, and, and I'm in. Uh, they found their niche, and they need to stick with it. They, I don't yeah. even care if they're typecast. Yeah, that's... They could, the sky's the limit for this team. Oh, absolutely. Especially since they're in a niche where to... It, you know what? It's a, such a hard niche to get people excited about, too. Yeah. And they did such a great job with Ready or Not. And I mean, that's not saying that you, you can, you know, fall in and out, but you know what to expect. They're already saying, hey, this is going to be something similar. It's going to be a horror comedy. It's going to be, you know, a lot of comedy, but there's going to be some brutal elements to it. Because let's be honest, Ready or Not had its brutal moments. Yeah. I mean, there's some pretty vicious kills. And of course, need I remind you about the nail through the hand? <laughs> I mean, I mean, so there was brutal stuff Ugh. in that movie, but at the same time, it's super funny. Yeah. And, and super really well shot. It's coming like, out on DVD, I believe, this week. Yeah. So I, I'm going to be getting my copy. I can't wait to watch it. Giving that again. a shout out to somebody I was at Scaricon with, uh, James A. Janice over at the uh, Dead Meat channel on YouTube doing the kill count. He just did uh, his last kill count last week, was for Ready or Not. So I watched nice. that. And uh, he brought up some good points that I really liked. He was talking about the uh, practical effects that they use for the explosions at the end. It was CGI mixed with practical. Oh. When you, they used actually like cannons that had, <laughs> that had like a lot of fake blood and like. Uh, hunks of meat and stuff in them and blast were blasting them they must have uh, had so a fun pretty, time they, they must they have, must had, have blast. had a blast no pun intended and uh and they were saying the one you know the one husband uh fitch yeah uh he, they were it was his idea as the actor to get some in his mouth so he could spit it out and so they made it happen. <laughs> that was great so that was all practical in his idea so it was, it was really wow. cool so uh check out check that out because they he, he did a lot of good back behind the scenes stuff for us so it was really cool nice uh, there was an interview that Quentin Tarantino recently uh, spoke about and uh, or did it, and uh, he was talking about how he nearly uh, he was actually uh, approached to do Halloween Six. Ooh, talk about dodging a bullet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said that he didn't like a lot of the sequels, but uh, basically what he was being tasked with when he was approached with this was, you know, what are we going to do with the Man in Black? You know, they they presented that in Halloween Five. They had no idea what they were going to do in Part Six. Originally, I know that one of the ideas that he was going to be Michael's previously unknown twin brother. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that was one of the ideas, and then we ended up with what we got, which but, wasn't good. Which wasn't good, but uh, but yeah, he had to try to come up with an idea for that. I mean, horror fans at the time, of course, you know, obviously we know studios don't interact like this, but horror fans at the time uh, drew the line between the fact that some people were thinking it was Freddy Krueger. Because Wes Craven's new Nightmare was coming out. Of course, yeah. we got the new look of Freddy in the black trench coat and the black cat instead of you know, the black Well, that fedora. predated Halloween 6. Maybe it, during it, no, like the build-up to it. No, but. it did. It, it Yeah, I'm just saying. it. But they were everybody was uh, kind of drawing the comparisons yeah. between the two. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, you know that was never going to happen because New Line... I don't know that anything could have saved Halloween 6. Well, here's the problem. New Line and Dimension wouldn't have done business. So, you know, Dimension wasn't going to pay a majority of their budget to New Line just to use the Freddy Krueger. Right. It's, it's, it was, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. So, but, you know, they're, they're, all those rumors and stuff go out there. Uh, I, I'm kind of uh, shocked to see that Tarantino was at least approached. But yeah. talk about dodging a bullet. I'm just saying. Yeah. He should He should have played the lottery that day. I got one more piece of news for this week, and it's box office news. Oh, box office. So now, as you know, 
The last two weeks, we've talked about the original Black Christmas. 1974. And we talked about the remake of Black Christmas. 2006. And we did Twas the Night Before, Black Christmas Part 1 and 2. That's right. Those are the last two episodes. Good stuff. So why were we doing that? Well, one, because Christmas it's Christmas season. It is Christmas And, and the holiday's coming. But also, because there was another remake. And we've talked a lot about this. And uh, we, we were very critical of this before we ever saw it. Now, I did not see it. Oh, I still haven't seen it either. You have not seen it. Um, and judging by the numbers, judging by the numbers, I don't think a lot of other people did either because Black Christmas, the remake, 2019, made a massive whopping. You ready for this? Yeah. 4.42 million dollars at the box office this weekend. Yeah. I, I, I do want to point out, though, to be fair to them, to, to it was the fifth movie. It was number five. Yes. Uh, but that's also because there was a big drop off between the other movies. And this week, it'll not even be on the list. Hence, because, you know, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker comes out. Right. And is uh, expected to do 175 to 200 million. Right. But in terms of movies themselves, yes, there was, you know, there were holdovers. But this movie was running unopposed against anything big. Like new, oh, no, Jumanji. new movies. Jumanji. I thought that came out the week before. No, Jumanji came out. Maybe it did. Okay. Jumanji came out this weekend. Because well, uh, they came out the week before uh, Return of Skywalker. By the way, Jumanji only made $60 million. Uh, worldwide, it did make uh, $150 million, which was enough to cover its balance of $125 million for the budget. So, I, I mean, thought it would have done more than that. Uh, so did I. And uh, next week, you fall off because, once again, like I said, Star Wars is projected to do $175 right. to $200 million. Well, there, there's more news here. Oh, okay. There's more to this there's, story. But th- wait, there's more, more to this story. There's more? Overseas, it made $3.1 million. <laughs> That's two. <laughs> Uh, whammies, no whammies, and stop on a whammy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. A total of $7.52 million worldwide in its opening weekend. Yeah, this is what you get. This is what you get. I don't even... Maybe this is a good movie. I don't know. There was one good review I saw of this thing, and it's a gentleman that writes for bloodydisgusting.com. Now, we get a lot of our material from there, a lot of our news stories. Uh, I don't want to bash them. This guy was just lit into. People laid into him when he did his review because all he talks about is political matters. He couldn't care less about horror movies. He couldn't care less about a good story. He looks for political stories, and that's what he wants. Politically driven stories and movies. Um, He gave it a really good review. I have not seen one other good review of this movie. I do have to throw this out there. I just looked it up. Uh, according, and the only place I could find off the, I'm just doing a quick search. I didn't want to do a deep dive. Uh, the budget, according uh, to the internet, was five million dollars for the movie. Well, so they made they made their money back worldwide. Yeah. Uh, well, that then That's again, that doesn't. That doesn't I was gonna say that doesn't cover marketing. Yeah, but then there wasn't a ton of marketing, so they might they might cover their money. I don't think it's gonna <laughs> go any further than that. You know, the only way I'm ever gonna see this movie is it ends up on like on Netflix or if it ends up on HBO or Cinemax or Showtime or one of those. It's the only way I'll ever get take the time. I, I will give it a try if it does do that. We got to play the game. Okay. So, oh, uh, oh, this game. So the game uh, that we play sometimes is I, I have you guess uh, scores. Yeah. Uh, one is going to oh. blow your mind. It's not, I'm not going to have you guess. I'm just going to tell you. Uh, but we're, we'll play this game. So IMDb, it's the point system out of 10. And it has points involved. What did what did Black Christmas 2019 get so far? Is this the one that's going to blow my mind? or No, this won't blow. The, the one I'm going to list at the end of all this will blow your mind. 2.7 out of 10. You were close. It's 3.1 out of 10. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes. So that's a mixture of critic and fan scores. What percentage out of 100? Something's telling me to say 4 points or 40%, but I'll, I'll say 37%. You should have stuck with 40 because it's 40 exactly. Oh, wow. And uh, Google users, which usually is not close. I'm not even going to have you guess. Google users actually 42%. Usually that's different from Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Here's what blew my mind. Roger Ebert, which you know Roger Ebert's no longer with us, but you know they still do the criticism. You know, yeah. The critics for because this was a politically driven uh, three women's power out of movie. four, three out yeah, of four. That doesn't surprise me. I figured it was going to be a good score because it was a women's power, like a Me Too movement. That blew my mind, though. Yeah. Three out of four, but everywhere else seems They're to have all it a, about a three point one, which would be matters. like a thirty percent if you go over on IMDb, forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So I mean, it's not horrible, but you know how much of that is a critic score on Rotten Tomatoes driving up? Yeah, uh, you know. I just I just want to say it one more time. Seven point five two million dollars. <laughs> And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the fail of the week. Yes, yes, that that'll do it. And that, that you know what, I can't think of a better way to end what might be our last news segment of 2019. 
Yeah, well, we're still planning on one, so let's let's we're, we're, we're praying, we're praying. But uh, with that being said, though, uh, you know, if you do want to find out if we're going to have that show or not, or if you would like to discuss anything with us or anything else under the moon, you can find us on Facebook Horror Zone Six Hundred Seven. You can find us on Twitter at Horror Zone Six Hundred Seven uh, to talk about the show. Just use the hashtag HZ Six Zero Seven. Of course, you can visit us at eight one two two Productions dot com. Check out some of Mike's old reviews. Check out the page. Check out what we've got going on as a crew check out our friends of the shows like the odph you heard me mention them earlier because they were messaging us and also uh you know our sponsors and stuff all at 8122productions.com and if you would like to help out and uh help uh pay some of the expenses that we have around here you can support us on patreon patreon.com slash 8122productions uh trust me we're not trying to get rich it's a one dollar and a three dollar tier so for twelve dollars a year you can support this podcast and get a ton of extra bonus content including getting this show early because when i do i edit the show at night and it goes right out to you so you have this show first and of course you also get love is scary with spooky mike and dr Derek, which we have to record the next episode sometime uh so that will be coming to you all that and so much more uh, if you would like to support us patreon.com slash 8122 productions uh so there's all the announcements in the beginning of the show with that being said we are going to take a break when we come back from the break we are going to be talking horror. More importantly, we are going to be celebrating uh, our horror version of Christmas. Wishing you a merry horror miss. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't come up with a good name for it. Uh, but we will be talking about a bunch of other horror movies. We already talked about the Black Christmas ones. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of more. So uh, we will be right back. Hey, this is Kenna. Padawan J. Coach Tuffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour Podcast, and you're listening to Rich and Mike on the Horror Zone 607 Podcast. If any of you were participating in Whamageddon, you have lost. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, you are no longer <laughs> in, 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 you're out. You are out. And uh, we got you here on Horror Zone. Which, once again, what, what scarier uh, Christmas song could we have come up with? Is there is there any scarier of a song we could have come up with? I, I can't think of any. Maybe Oh Holy Night. I, I can't think of anything scarier. So, uh, you know, I, 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 Mike wanted me to say that that was a fail for all of you because it is. It is, it is definitely you're, you're hitting the. That is my favorite sound bite in history. I know, I know. And it's, it's, it's a fail for all of you at home. But you know what it is for us? Awesome! That's right. Anyways, uh, now let's carry on with the show. It's time to talk some horror uh, and not about wham, not about uh, those tight fitting pants and those sweatshirts. No, no, no. We're here to talk about more Christmas horror movies. We're just going to kind of go through a list. Maybe you've seen some of them. Maybe you haven't. Some of these we've actually not seen. There's a couple that we haven't seen or one of us has seen and the other one hasn't. But we kind of just want to go through some uh, spread your holiday. You're going to be, uh, you have all week in the weekend and then you have time around family. Maybe you want to gather around, watch a horror movie you've never seen before. Bring the kids around. There's some on this list that I think you should definitely go. And I'm obviously, we, we've already talked about uh, 1974's Black Christmas, 2006 Black Christmas. And if you're going to theaters this weekend, I hope you're going to see Rise of Skywalker and not the 2019 Black Christmas. Because uh, you should just save your money. Uh, but, but there's a bunch of stuff out there that you can see. And uh, I want to start off, Mike, with a classic. Let's start off with a classic. How shall we start out with a classic? So this classic is called Santa Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not where I thought you were going. By with the that. way, I think it just came out. 
me and Mike are trying to figure it out. It is one of those sci-fi asylum movies. Uh, it is Santa Jaws, and it is what you think. It is a shark that is Santa Claus. It just came, it literally just came out. Uh, give them a, It's on the sci-fi website, so go ahead and stream it on there if you want. I, we have neither seen it. We just thought it would be funny to throw it out there. Yeah, this could be a good double feature. I mean, I still have Banana Splits movie for us to watch. Yes, I still have to see that. We might have to watch this with Santa Jaws. I, I did see the Kill Con on it. Yeah, and it's bloody, so I need to see oh, it. it. Looks can't good. Wait. So, anyways, uh, so uh, I held off for you. I hope you know that. Yeah, I, we have to get together. We are also supposed to, you know, eventually get with Luke and uh, and watch some Thanks Killing and Thanks Killing yeah. Three. Uh, that we're one's not ready on, for that on delay for the time being. Yeah, but. yeah. So uh, let's start on a serious note. We are going to start with a classic that Mike has seen. I have not seen, uh, but I, I would definitely be interested in giving it a shot. Uh, this actually predates Black Christmas by two years. So this came out in 1972. It's called. Silent Night, Bloody Night. Yep. It's uh, Theodore Gershani's. Uh, he, like I said, it came out. Uh, they had similar things in my uh, in it. Uh, basically, just like Black Christmas is kind of a horror home invasion kind of movie. Uh, it's it's, but Gershani's film is a more of a hammer horror esque movie as well. Uh, very bloody though. Uh, which I'm not, I'm not a, I, I'm a fan of, so we're good with that. Uh, Mike, you've seen it. It wasn't on your company. It does, you it know, does say in this article that it's a slow burn. So maybe yeah, that's why it was really like slow. It. I don't remember much about it actually. I remember the only thing I remember about it is the name of the movie. I expected it to be very Christmas themed, and I don't. From what I remember about it, I don't think there was anything really Christmassy about it. Uh, I remember John Carradine was in it, and that's about it. <laughs> so it really, I remember I did not like it. I was very disappointed with it. Luke was actually the one that let me borrow it. Excuse me. Excuse me. Wait, 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 wait. He's the maestro. Yes, the, the maestro, maestro let me borrow it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I it, it definitely wasn't something that I remember. So not a big fan. Maybe I can give it another try someday. One that I have not seen, I don't think you've seen either, but it came up on the list and we both kind of want to see it. Is uh, it's from the 1980s? It's called Bloodbeat. Uh, Fabrizi Zafiratis uh, did the uh, movie, and I'm going to read you the actual synopsis here. It says a woman who lives in deer hunting country in rural Wisconsin is possessed by the spirit of a Japanese samurai warrior. And the article on Bloody Disgusting, in all caps, says that's the real si- serious synopsis. Yeah. So yes, uh, yeah. So huh. I guess you get some uh, ghost sightings of a samurai and stuff. Uh, you know, this is one of the ones them just made the list because it just looked damn cool sounds like a holiday classic for all it did sound like a holiday classic for all and i mean we could you know obviously uh that brings us into some of the more popular movies of course the original silent night deadly night uh i i do actually enjoy the original silent night deadly night you know and i gotta say and one word yes punish punish uh i you've been naughty you made the naughty list uh, so, uh, I, and, and I do enjoy the second half of part two, because the, the first half of part two, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, is just the first movie. Right. But the second half gets the classic famous line of, uh, it's garbage, it's day. garbage day when he, when he shoots the guy. So good. So, uh, that part you should, you should tune in for, but, uh, the first one is actually a really good movie. It's a really good slasher. Uh, you get to see all sorts of crazy stuff. As a matter of fact, you get to see uh, a Friday, the, the, a guy make his appearance there who also gets killed in the Friday the 13th movie. Cause, uh, remember the bald headed guy in Friday the 13th six is picking up the waitress who uh, oh, is yeah. doing no, the coke? Five. Part it's five. five. It's part five. Sorry, yes, yeah. it is five. We're picking he's up the doing the coke. Yeah, he's the guy who is banging the the lady that gets killed with the uh, the antlers. Remember the lady who gets oh, killed with the antlers? Oh yeah, he's yeah, that yeah. guy. So I he's think I did know movies. that actually. Now that you mention it, I forgot yeah. all about it. But uh, you, not you, one of my favorite movies. Yeah, you might as well skip the rest of that series because it's pretty bad. Uh, but you should check out Silent Night, which was a uh, re- reimagining, if you will. Of the original Silent Night, Deadly Night, and it just had come out, what, a few years back, right, Mike? 2012? Uh, yes, that sounds about right. I actually really dig that. I like that better than the quote-unquote original, even though it's a very loose remake of yeah, it. Yeah, it's very loose. Um, there's things I don't like about it, but overall, I think that's a really solid slasher movie, and it's very, very gory. Yes. Brutal uh, movie. I enjoy it as well. That's another big take, especially this time of year, if you want to get them Christmas yeah. feels. Jamie though. King, uh, Malcolm McDowell's in it. Yeah. Um, there, there's a couple other it's a it's a guy cast it's yeah, got a cast it's, it's got some cool stuff in it I, I definitely would suggest checking it out uh very creepy santa mask yeah uh it's 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 good stuff uh of course uh this one's a shout out for you man if you, if you have family over you might want to uh, maybe not watch this with your family on the second thought but uh jack frost and i'm not talking about the uh, disney movie we're not talking about the uh the uh michael keaton no no no, no. we're talking about the killer snowman 
Well, there's, you know, there's a nice shower scene. I think that that's good for the kids. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I was saying. I, I almost said, hey, it'd be all right for the family because it's cheesy. And I'm like, oh, never mind. He does <laughs> he does kill somebody uh, with an icicle through, uh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, what is it, it's by the way, good. what is it with those B movies that are based on how, around holidays and stuff that have people dying in uh, sexual positions? Because thanks killing, thanks killing does it too. They got to keep warm. I think the Ginger Dead Man, one of the Ginger Dead Man movies, does it. I only saw the third one. Yeah, but I'm just how saying, embarrassing think, is that? I think one of them does it. Anyways, uh, it's just bad. And it, once again, there you go, Ginger Dead Man, and and Mike's seen the third one, and and you can't get your life back from that, can you? No, I'll never get that hour <laughs> and a half or whatever it was back. Uh, Neither but, will the people that I watched it with. Let's jump on another good movie though, uh, but be careful about this one because there's there is imposters to this throne. But we're talking about cramp. Yeah, the actual uh, 2015. Yeah, 2015 is the real, the real deal. Um, I dig that movie. That That's reminded me movie. a lot of. It, 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 here's the thing with that. You know, I think that there, it's got its audience and everything. Had that exact movie, nothing different. The actors, everything. Had that come out in like say 1984, we'd be talking about one of the all time classics. No, oh, I agree with you. It was I, very much very like Gremlins to me. And I and I enjoy that. It's funny you should say that because that's where we were going next. But uh, it's funny that you say uh, the, about that because. I, I love the ending of the movie too, because yeah. you don't see the ending coming. Like it's a it's a very good unique movie, and uh, and I, I'm a fan. So if you haven't seen Krampus from 2015, check that out. Do not do visit the other Krampuses though. There's there's some other Krampuses there's that are lot. not the same. They're not the same people. You don't don't get tricked. Don't get don't tricked. get fooled again. What did I see? There's like Mother of Krampus. Yeah, there's, there's a whole <laughs> bunch of crazy ones. Uh, then let's just jump to Gremlins. I was gonna do Gremlins last, but I have another movie. But we'll so we'll do Gremlins last, or no, we'll do we'll do my other movie last. Gremlins will be next. Gremlins, man, quintessential movie definitely for the holidays and definitely a horror movie by the way the original gremlins is a very <laughs> mean-spirited horror movie there is a, a few light-hearted moments a few but it's not like number two when people think about gremlins and they're like oh it's funny you're thinking of part two uh, the, the new york one you're not thinking the new batch i should yeah. say yeah you're not thinking about Gremlins. Gremlins, the original one is very mean-spirited very, very so much, much so. yeah and there's death in that movie I mean, there's a lot of. The, the, I mean, they uh, for crying out loud. Even the gremlins will cause it. The, the, Billy's girlfriend in that movie talks about how her dad died in the chimney dressed as Santa Claus. Right. And, and they didn't start smelling until he they could start to smell him. They lit a fire. They could smell him burning. That's not good. He, but he didn't die from the fire. He died because he got stuck and yeah, broke his neck. Broke his neck. Poor but, guy. Yeah. But then they only found him because they lit a fire. And <laughs> yeah. It, that's in the movie, people, and this was this was geared towards kids like us when we were kids. This was a kid, so oh, allegedly yeah. a kids movie. I was so afraid of that movie. Not to mention <laughs> the, the mom. How about it? the scene in the kitchen where the mom's fighting them off and throwing gremlins and yes. blenders and stabbing them? Microwave. With, put one in the microwave. Up. Puts one in a blender. Uh, I think cuts one up with an electric uh, uh, carving knife. Then the tree falls on her. The one in the tree gets yeah. her, but she doesn't die. Thankfully. Then there's the bar scene. There's some death in that bar scene. <laughs> That was it. Was it gets brutal? That it's movie. not a kids movie. Absolutely not. But it was. But it it was. It was geared towards a kids movie. See, that's what they PG thirteen. It was. Well, no, it was PG. Oh, was it? It was PG oh, that's because, right, because it it, became... that and Indiana Jones are yeah. the reason why the MPAA made PG thirteen. Yeah. So Gremlins and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom are the reason why we ended yeah. up with a PG thirteen. They are both PG movies. They were just responding. I think. Right. I think now they they might have upgraded to PG thirteen, but that was originally a PG movie. I think you're right. No, uh, no, I am because I just watched a, a documentary on how the MPAA made uh, PG-13 movies, and that was the one, man. It's crazy. That and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom because they're ripping someone's heart out. Jeez. Remember that? In, 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 I've never seen the Indiana Jones movies. Really? You haven't? I am you like should. the one. You should. I mean, uh, you can skip Crystal Skulls. They're on Sk Netflix now. I was going to say, you can skip Crystal Skulls, but uh, Temple yeah. of Doom, Lost Ark, good stuff. Yeah, man. I can't believe I'm. I'm like the only person on the face of the earth. Good but. stuff. But, uh, yeah, so Gremlins, definitely a must. And uh, I, I want to end on something. And may, some people might not think it's a horror movie, but I do believe this is a horror comedy. It is, it's hilarious. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. And that movie is from the 1980s. It stars a man who is also synonymous with a, a, a certain movie that's coming out in July. Of course, I'd be talking about Bill Murray. And I'm talking about Scrooged. Yes. Scrooge is a very dark comedy. Yeah, it is. It is a comedy, and, but it is a very dark comedy. Of course, this is the take on Dickens' classic, A Christmas Carol. Yeah. And it, it was made in the 80s. It has a lot of great actors in it. Bob, 88, I believe Bob, it came Bob, out. Yeah. Bobcat Goldwith is in it. <laughs> yeah. 
He's he's amazing in this movie. Yeah, he is. And Bill Murray's the star. And Bill Murray plays a executive at a at a TV at a TV, TV station. station. Yeah. And he's uh, putting on a Christmas Carol musical. And uh, he's a bad person. Like he doesn't care about his family. He doesn't care about anything. And uh, one night. He goes to his office and his former boss, who happened to be dead, is sitting there and uh, looking like I mean, an amazing job, by the way, on the on the special effects in this movie. Oh, yeah. Looking all, you know, tattered and, and, and like he's been a, in the uh, ground for a while because he had been. Uh, he holds him outside the window and stuff. It's terrifying. Yeah. And then he gets visited, by, of course, uh, by uh, what's his name there? Uh, Poindexter. Yeah, Buster Poindexter. Point, yeah, yeah. He, he plays the ghost of Christmas past. Yeah. And he takes him back in time. Niagara when, Falls. Let Niagara Falls, Frankie. Niagara Falls. <laughs> so good. And then uh, the, the ghost of Christmas present. I can't remember who it is. She's a real funny female comedian. And she kicks him in the nuts a lot. <laughs> oh, it was the uh, Carol. Um, I, was, I almost said Carol King. Carol no. Kane. Carol Kane. Yep, yep. And she kicks him in the nuts a lot. Yeah. It's fun. And, uh, of course, you don't see the ghost of, the ghost of Christmas uh, present is this big, like, giant druid-looking creature yeah. that has no face. It has it's a video. Like a TV. It has a TV screen. And then when he opens his uh, shirt, there's just souls reaching out yeah. at him. It's crazy. It's a great movie. And, of course, he's getting cremated in the end. Yeah. Oh, it's so crazy. Such yeah. a good movie, though. And, uh, of course, he, you know, the Christmas Carol, he has to repent. He gets a little love in his heart because that song was the theme for that yeah. song. Remember? Yes, it was. Put a little love in your heart. Yeah, baby. That's a great movie. So uh, I, if you're with the family, Scrooge is something you can watch with the family. The kids might get a little freaked out about it because it is, you know, a little bit. But it is definitely one that you could uh, watch there. Uh, of course, at one point in Juxture, uh, he suggested he staples the antler, antlers. The antlers on a mouse? Mouse. Because <laughs> they're trying to make mouse reindeer. Because yeah. uh, cat, cats watch TV, remember? Because the owner of the station yeah. has cats. He's <laughs> like, right. cats, cats, studies show cats watch TV. So we need to put something in there. So they put in, like, reindeer mice to appease Jeez. the cats. And the cats just staring at the TV. <laughs> it's Unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, it's so I haven't good. watched that this this uh, holiday season. So oh, you should. It's, I got it's, 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 I gotta watch. You gotta it again. watch it right before. It's good. It's good stuff. That it's been a year since every. I, I want to point it out. Every year, my tradition is uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and Scrooged. I watch them every year yeah. because they're great. I movies. Christmas Vacation at work today. Christmas Vacation's great. Yeah, Christmas Vacation's great. I've seen it too many times, but oh well, yeah, but it's still great. It, it, come on, Shitters Full is never gets old. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Shitters Full. I don't never know, Margot. Oh, it's so I love good. Todd and Margot. I love when he freaks uh, when he was freaking out. He's like, I haven't been this excited since since Bing Crosby da- tap dance with Danny fucking K. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> you know what I want to do? I want to get my boss Hallelujah. here. Hallelujah! <laughs> I want to get my boss here, and I want to I want to punch him in his mouth. <laughs> Jeez, a big red bow with a big red. Then he's his cousin goes out. Yeah, it's so good. good By the way, little Johnny Galecki uh, was yeah. uh, rusty in that movie. Yeah, Juliette Lewis. Uh, yeah, Juliette Lewis yeah. also in it. Uh, we were just talking about on Three Fat Nerds. Did you know HBO Max is uh, launching a Griswold show that is being produced by Johnny Galecki? I did not. Yeah, that's what's going to go into this. Oh, I'm assuming going. it's going to be all new people. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, assuming Chevy Chase won't be involved. No, no, no. It's it's all new people, but it's uh, it's going to be a TV series. It's going to take place after vacation and what the family does in the suburbs of Chicago. Oh, so it's, it's interesting. Gonna be, it's going to be an interesting show. So interesting. Cannot wait to see that one. But uh, those uh, did I miss anything? You want to add something? So to yeah, list, yeah. There's there's several that you missed. So uh, the first one I'm gonna. I'm well, gonna... I probably missed a thousand of them because there's literally. Well, a thousand yeah, there is. There is a lot. One's of them, worth but... talking about. A couple other ones worth talking about. So better watch out, which is on Shutter right now. Uh, that is a messed up movie. I've never seen that. Oh my goodness! I don't know what you're thinking. A lot of people like praised it. They kind of described it as Home Alone. I didn't get a Home Alone vibe from it. Um, there, there's a girl that's babysitting these th- this young boy, and uh, him and his friend are there, and uh, somebody starts like harassing them on the outside of the house. Somebody's trying to like break in and this sort of a thing, and uh, chaos ensues. At first, when you said Home Alone and babysitting, I was like the babysitter. No, yeah, oh, that kind of like reminded me of a cross between that and, and of the two. But you, that one might be worth checking out. I don't. I, I'd like to I'll hear what you take. I'll take you, it out. Get your take on that. Uh, another one that kind of got a little bit of praise. I, I wasn't a huge fan of, but it, it's worth watching. Is Red Christmas? Uh, D. Wallace is in that. Okay, uh, it's always great. Um, there's uh, another one that I actually just saw for the first time, also on Shutter. Uh, Christmas Evil. Okay, so that's also on there. Um, you know, we did mention the Silent Night, Deadly Night, and uh, the sequel. There's, there's like five of those movies. Yeah, but in the stop original. watching. Yeah, they're not good. Uh, they they but, get really bad after. 
right. after, uh, two's not great, but it's got some fun parts in the second half of the movie. Uh, after two, it gets bad. Right. Bad. Except for the remake. The remake's real good. P2. Now, I don't understand why people hated this movie. This was like one of the most loathed movies at the time that it came out. I, I kind of dig this movie. You know, it's kind of a nail biter. You know, that's a girl gets locked in a, in a uh, parking garage on Christmas. And uh, the guy that's the security guard that's in the place is basically stalking her throughout the place. And it was just like suspense the whole time. Rachel hmm. Nichols is in it. I, um, I love her almost as much as uh, my dear, dear friend, uh, Crystal Reed, who I haven't mentioned in a while. So this is why you really like the movie, because you, you were pretending you were the guy, the attendant for the parking lot. I No, I just wanted to save her. Oh, okay. And then take her out on a nice nice date. Nice date, nice steak dinner? Yeah. Okay. Take her out for a nice steak dinner on Christmas. Or take her to Red Lobster? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so we got that. Um, one of my all-time favorites, and you know, we were talking about Scrooged earlier. Now, there's been so many different uh, variations and iterations of uh, Christmas Carol. Uh, my all-time favorite, which is it scared the snot out of me as a kid and still creeps me out to this day, there's a 1951 version that stars Alistair Sim. Uh, it's actually called, it's, it's a Christmas Carol, but it's called Scrooge. Um, it, it, by far, to my opinion, this is the best version of this movie that ever existed. Best one ever made. Um, the uh, the professor often argues with me that the George C. Scott version was better. I disagree wholeheartedly. The Alistair Sim version from 1951, terrifying. It's in black and white. It's it's horrifying. So amazing, amazing movie. One of the best movies, in my opinion, ever made. Uh, but definitely one of the better. You know, if, if we're going to talk about horror Christmas movies. That's that's one to see. So if you haven't seen the 1951 Scrooge starring Alistair Sim, get out there and see it. You will thank me later. And then there's one more. You forgot the best one that has ever been made. I mean, we are talking the greatest Christmas horror movie, possibly the greatest Christmas movie, maybe the greatest movie ever made. I mean, we're talking we're talking better than than Casablanca. We're talking we're talking better than Forrest Gump. We're talking bigger than Titanic. Yes, that would be Santa's sleigh. Oh, Bill, Bill Goldberg. Goldberg. <laughs> oh, that movie's so bad. <laughs> I almost forgot that movie existed. Yeah, I was hoping you weren't going to bring this up. You know, when, before we went on the air, I told you I was going to get you with the, with the oh, best one ever. Man. A special treat, a little snack for Santa I forgot, Claus. I forgot that ever happened. That's yeah. crazy. I wish it hadn't happened, but it, it did. You know what else was a horror movie? Santa with muscles. Yeah, that yeah. That was a Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Hulk Hogan played Santa. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But that wasn't a horror. That wasn't supposed to be a horror movie. It was no, just that bad. It just happened to be uh, made in the same era. I, I do. Is that all for your list? Because I do have one honorable mention. Yeah, uh, that's all I got. I have one honorable mention. This movie has done more for selling Christmas sweaters than any other movie in the history of man. Of course, I'm talking about Freddy's Dead. Oh, yes. Quintessential the classic. The that quintessential. It is. Christmas movie. Think about it. Christmas sweaters went through the roof because of Freddy Krueger. It's a Christmas sweater. It's green and red. It sure is. Tell me, you can't tell me any different. Oh, good Lord. And it's only a face a mother could love. He's the gift. And, and by the way, Freddy's dead. Gift that keeps on giving. Oh, yeah. You, you should give that to all your loved ones. And when you go to Christmas this year, just buy a copy for everybody in your family. Give it to them and, and just look at them and go, you're welcome for the greatest <laughs> hour and a half of your life. <laughs> uh, that's how I plan on spending my Christmas. I if I have anything Put it to on do, repeat. I was gonna say if I have anything to do with it, I actually just start sending it. Like you know what? I Instead of watching that. a Christmas story for twenty four straight hours, <laughs> this is what should be playing. I should I should just start sending you clips of it next uh, on Christmas <laughs> Day. Just just the whole movie every clip, fifteen minutes. And the whole movie in clip form and just, just keep sending it <laughs> every fifteen minutes. I'll have to every put fi- the pieces together. Every, every fifteen minutes, a little two minute segment Jeez. of the movie the whole time. The whole movie too. That's gonna, yeah. That's gonna take a long time. Uh, Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gift that keeps on giving. Man. It really is. <laughs> oh well, uh, if you if we missed anything and you want to tell us uh, about a Christmas uh, horror movie that we should check out, whether it's bad or not, we don't really care. Uh, you know, uh, we we like having a lot of fun, so we we would be good with it. Or if you want to talk about anything we discuss or anything at all, you want to drop a line. Or here's another advertisement. No matter what, even if we don't, it, hopefully we will be coming to you one more time in 2019. Of course, we're off next week, like I said before, but hopefully we'll be coming to you one more time. If not, it was still the year end will happen the first episode of 2020, but we're still hoping really to come to you in 2019. Here's the thing. If you want to send in your year ending favorite, send it in. 
I want to hear what your favorite horror movie of 2019 was, your worst horror movie of 2019 was, your favorite horror actor, you know, whatever. You, you send us a list of whatever you want to send us, and we'll, we'll throw a shout-out to you on the air if you do. I'm going to put it up on our Twitter uh, as well to try to see if yeah. some people want to jump in. Maybe do a voting style. Yeah, we'll a get poll. a poll going. We'll get a poll going. But, uh, I'll Several get a, of them. Cause I'll get, yeah, because I'll have a whole week, and I can just do it every day or every two days. Yeah. It'll, be, it'll be fun. Uh, so, uh, you know, we'll do that. But if you want to throw a name in there or something in there, yeah, just throw out there and uh, guess what we'll give you a shout out for it. uh so how do you do that simple facebook horror zone 607 like that page share that page uh you know help us out help us uh, spread and grow also follow us on twitter at horror zone 607 for both of the social media accounts use that hashtag hz607 to join the conversation uh, of course uh you can find us at 8122productions.com uh check out the page check out some of the reviews that mike c did you will not find a review of black christmas uh 2019 but i i don't remember if we have your black christmas review up there or not I think we might. I think we actually have the seventy-four one up on there. It's possible. I, I can't remember. Don't don't hold my uh, don't hold my don't hold the gun to my head. But I think actually we put it up like a long time ago. I think we did it last year. So check in the reviews. If it's not there, I put it on Facebook if, at one if, time. Yeah, if you can go through the Facebook line. Or you know, maybe if he has time to find it, he can shoot it over to me or we'll put it up on Facebook or whatever again. Anyways, either way, uh, no matter how you look at it, there's some other ones in there that are super cool because he's done a lot of reviews on there. And then, of course, you can check out Three Fat Nerds, the other podcast I'm a part of. And, uh, of course, uh, all that we have to offer, you know, what we're going to be doing events-wise. we got BroomCon coming up on May 2nd and 3rd at SUNY Broom. Uh, for tickets, uh, go to BroomCon.com. And also, if you would like to be a vendor or would like to uh, – uh, uh, sponsor the event. You could also find out that information at broomcon.com as well. Uh, then we also uh, want to shout out to our, 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 our friends. Uh, you know, we got like friends, like, you know, there's a page for them. We have Floodlands, Crimson Brethren, you know, they do uh, music for this show in the past. Shout out the Robots, as you've heard them on this show before. Uh, the Phosphines, that you haven't really heard on this show, but you hear them a lot on Three Fat Nerds. And of course, uh, you always hear us talk about Ken M and the ODPH. They're on there, so you can go shout out and check out, and they'll take you right over to their website and their link to their podcast. And of course, we have our sponsors, like the, the people who provide our studio, Dragon Master Games, and of course, Rex to Rods locally uh, here in the 607 if you need your car clean. So we got, we, got, we got some stuff going on locally, and then, you know, we bring in the show to you. But if you would like to help pay some expenses for the show because trust me we have them and as a whole you get a lot of bonus content you can support us monetarily on patreon patreon.com slash 8122 productions you get this show early you get the three fat nerd shows uh, both the wrestling show and the nerd show you get them early and uncut uncensored bonus content for both of those and of course you get what ken m says is the reason to be a patron patron of the show he by the way ken m is also a patron of our show on patreon and Thank the you, reason Ken. why why he's a he's a fan is because he loves Love is Scary with Spooky Mike and Dr. Derek. We've done the first episode. We have to get the December episode done. Uh, we're, we're working. We'll get you it know, in there. He'll never admit this. That was his brainchild. Oh, it was. He, yeah. No, he'll admit it. But here's the thing. He knows what Derek's plan for the next episode is, too. And I don't. And I'm his co-host. I, I don't want to know. But we, 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 we try to keep you in the dark because we, yeah. we want the real reaction. Yeah. We want the real reaction. And you'll get it. And, and, and Ken M cannot wait for it. That's all I'm throwing out. So in the next couple of weeks, uh, I have to get that up so we get the December one up. So yeah. we're going to work that out to get that done as well. But, yeah, there's a lot going on. Uh, so if you would like to support us, you know, once again, the show will always be free. You can get this show and Three Fat Nerds and all that stuff. We'll do it for free for you. But if you would like to support, once again, it's not breaking the bank. It's $1 a month or $3 a month. So as low as $12 a month, you get a ton of bonus content and you help support uh, our cause here and keeping us going. And, of course, do it once again, patreon.com slash 8122productions. Mike, that is all my ramblings and plus. And uh, so I'll turn it over to you. All right. Thanks, buddy. So uh, thank you, listeners. Uh, once again, it's been a great year. 2019 was our first full year doing the show. And, uh, you know, it, I, I couldn't be happier uh, doing this. Uh, this makes me so happy to come to the studio to do this. Um, you know, we want you guys to, to get involved more, talk to us more. We, we want to hear your thoughts. We want to do more that you want us to do. So let's make this, you know, let's make this something where you guys get involved with it too. But thank you so much for listening. I do want to wish everybody the absolute merriest of Christmases, the, the happiest of Hanukkahs, the happy happiest of, of Kwanzaa's, whatever you see celebrate happy holidays uh, we love you guys thanks so much for listening and until you hear us again until we meet again in the next couple of weeks here this is mike c saying see you.